You're listening to the Grown Girl Divorce Podcast, conversations between girlfriends who have the knowledge and information to educate and empower you before, during, and after a divorce. We are here to remind you that you're grown and you got this. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Considering Divorce Now, What Do I Do? I get a lot of calls, emails, questions about what to do when I'm really considering divorce. And I've thought there's so much information out there, but then I recognize it's so overwhelming. And here's the reality. When you're considering divorce, you want it straight. You want it simple. So here are the five things to do when you're considering divorce. You're going safety first. We're going to write it down. We're going to identify our support circle. We're going to figure out our discussion plan. And we're going to look into our resources. That's it. That's what we're going to do. So let's talk about safety first. Safety is always the priority. If you are in an unsafe situation, then you cannot do this alone and you should not do this alone. It is critically important that you get help immediately to navigate next steps for you. There are a lot of resources available on the Grown Girl Divorce website that talk about domestic violence resources. If you are in an unsafe situation, you must have a safety plan first before you do anything else. So if you're considering divorce, we know that the first thing you must do is to come up with a safety plan. Safety is always first. If safety is not of concern or as of concern for you, you should still think about what happens if things take a turn. So it's helpful to know what is my exit strategy, Should I have conversations with my soon-to-be ex in a public space, or should I have help with somebody like a therapist or someone else to help me with this conversation? If my spouse reacts in a way where I feel unsafe, do I have a place to stay? Do I have access to cash or a credit card? So even if domestic violence is not in your relationship, you want to at least have some plan in place just in case things take a turn. The next thing I want you to do is write it down. We all live in this digital world. We all have our phones, but many of us, especially when we're thinking about divorce, keep everything in our head, our questions, our concerns, all of the things going on at this time are rattling around in our brain. That causes unnecessary stress and anxiety. I need you to write it down. Here's the thing with writing it down. It makes it less scary. Even if you have pages and pages and pages of questions, now we can attack those questions with an action plan. So write it down. I personally like handwritten things, but that may not be you. So whether you have a journal or whether it's in digital format, find something that's most comfortable and user-friendly for you. 
What is important, regardless of the method that you decide to use, is to protect the information. Do not take notes and then throw them in the trash at home. If you tend to do that, I want you to shred it, rip it up, get rid of it, whatever you need to do so that someone coming after you can't read the information. And trust me, it happens. If you are interviewing lawyers and they give you their business card, make sure that you put it in an area where it cannot be located. If you are using digital format, so if you're using something like a notes app or a Google Drive to store information, password protect the information with a password that is new or assign it to a new email account that no one has access to. It's really important right now that you have a space where you can write down information in its rawest, truest form. These are your thoughts, feelings, impressions, questions, concerns coming out of your head onto the paper, and I want you to protect it. That's our second job. We're going to write it down. Any and everything that you have been thinking about, questions that you have, we're getting it out of our head and onto the paper. Third thing I want you to do is identify your support circle. Before you talk to a lawyer, before you talk to a girlfriend, identify those people who really are going to be able to help you through this process. It's not all of your girlfriends. I can promise you that. There might be one, maybe even two, who can really help you navigate this time period. If you're working with a therapist, have them on the list. Make sure that you can pre-schedule appointments if you are not already in a regularly scheduled routine. If you don't have a therapist, now might be the time to research and look into a therapist. There are wonderful mental health resources on our website that can also help you find a therapist if in fact you're looking for one at this time. Your support circle might also include somebody who helps you physically. So whether that's your personal trainer, whether that's an accountability coach, somebody that can help you physically push you, make sure that health-wise you're going to be okay. The stress of a divorce can manifest itself in many ways. And so it's very important that we take care of not just our mind, but certainly our body as well. I often say that a divorce is a marathon. And as we prepare for a marathon, we know that we take each mile by mile. We prepare for the big event. It's the same thing here. We want to have people who are going to be able to support us along the way. And that may include somebody who can help us make sure that we are taking a walk on a daily basis going to a yoga facility, or maybe even signing in to some sort of online breathing app. Whatever it is to take care of yourself physically should be a part of your support circle. <clears throat> the next thing we want to make sure to do when we're considering divorce is have a discussion plan. Now, here's the reality. Divorce might have landed in your lap, meaning your spouse might have come to you saying, I'm done, I'm out. And so there wasn't really a discussion plan in the way that you would have liked. 
But even in that scenario, it is possible that you still need to talk to the children about the transition. Do what you can to have a plan in place for how the message is going to be communicated to the children. If you need the help of a therapist or the school counselor, then get that help. It's really important how you communicate the information to the children. That makes a big impact long-term. And that's always our focus, long-term. In the moment is great, but we've got to now be forward thinking. In terms of another discussion plan, you might be the one who's ready for the divorce. Or you might know that, but for you kind of filing, it's not going to happen. So take now and write down, what am I going to do to provide this information? And by information saying, I want the divorce to my soon to be ex-spouse. Be very specific. When, where, how. When, timing is everything. Be mindful of timing. Maybe the two of you have the ability to talk early mornings once the children are off to school or before the workday gets going. Maybe that makes the most sense. Maybe evening, later in the evening when the day is kind of winding down, maybe that's best. Or weekend. Think about what makes the most sense. Where? Where am I going to do this? I started out by saying safety is very important. So be mindful when we think about where am I having this conversation? How could this go to the left? Is there an exit strategy? Should I do this at home? Or should I do it at a coffee shop or a restaurant? And if I do it in a public place, are we riding together there? Are we riding separately? Are we meeting? Write the details down. How? It has to be verbally. Sending an email or a text message is a very jarring way to receive the message that your marriage is ending. Now, here's the caveat. If you are in an unsafe relationship, you might be directed as a part of your safety plan to notify your soon-to-be ex-spouse in writing that you are filing for divorce. And maybe that writing comes as a formal filing or some sort of order of protection that attaches a filing. Those are different circumstances. But I want you to think about how you would receive notice that your marriage was ending if you received it on a post-it note or in an email or a text message. So while it's a lot to ask, to be considerate and empathetic. The way we start the process can make all the difference. So muster whatever kind of courage you have, sit down and have the conversation verbally that our marriage is coming to an end and here are my thoughts on the next step. The last thing I want you to do when you're thinking about considering divorce is really take now the opportunity to look into resources. There are a number of books that are not just about the divorce process, but they're about healing, understanding your self-worth, finding light at the end of the tunnel. 
these things are just as important as the how does the legal process work type resource and books. Make sure that you have something that you can turn to. But here's the thing. Just like when you have a cough and you go to WebMD or any other medical site and there's all of these things that pop up that scare anybody and everybody, the same thing happens with divorce. So take things with a grain of salt when you're looking into certain resources. It's very important that you understand the difference between what happens in your state and what might happen in another state. And oftentimes the resources that you find on the internet may not even apply to you. So when you're thinking about resources, the first thing that you wanna do is to look into what state laws apply in my case. That's an easy search. Each state has its own family laws. And so it's really important as a starting point especially when you're considering divorce, to understand how my state looks at divorce and family matters. You might see buzzwords like community property or equitable distribution. You might see different terms other than custody. It might say physical custody, which is different from legal custody, which is different from allocation of parenting time. Remember that journal that we had talked about earlier? Now is the time that when you see words that you're not clear on, write them down. We're gonna use this information when we meet with a lawyer. Write it down. You don't need to understand at this stage everything, but what you do need to do is to write down those things that you know you have no idea about or that in reading things, you got really confused about. But as you look into resources, I want you to be mindful of what applies in your case as it relates to your state. We will certainly get more detailed when we talk about the questions to ask when you meet with a lawyer and when to know how to turn off the computer. But as a starting point, when you're considering divorce, it's critically important that you take the time and look into a variety of different resources. Certainly, the Grown Girl Divorce website has resources about legal resources, mental health resources, domestic violence resources that I've mentioned that can help you as a starting point as a part of your process. We also have a great book list of books for adults as well as children, because we know how important it is to understand more than just the process, but the overall feeling and the experience of divorce. So we'd love for you to check those out because those have really been curated just with you in mind. So again, five things you're gonna do right now when you're considering divorce. I'm gonna run it back. Safety first write it down, find your support circle, figure out your discussion plan, and look into the resources that are available to you. Thank you for listening to the Grown Girl Divorce Podcast. Remember, 
Though you may be going through a difficult time, you're grown and you got this. Please be sure to tell your girlfriends about us. Follow us on Instagram at Grown Girl Divorce and subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss out on any new conversations. The conversations on this podcast are for informational purposes only and are not intended to substitute working directly with a lawyer. These episodes are not to be used as a basis to support or defend any legal action and transcripts or recordings of the podcast may not be used for any purpose without the direct written permission of the podcast owner.